first of all, listen, uh, it's interesting about all the young guys today. They never call on us and say, hey, thanks for the kind word and telling me how great a player I am. But when they play like crap and we call them out, they, we don't know what we're talking about. Listen, I'm easy to find, but I get sick of these guys complaining. Uh, these you, young guys, they never call us and say, when a coach is wrong, I'm going to call him out. But when players are wrong, I'm going to call them out. But listen, I'm going to criticize guys that they deserve it. And listen, they can kiss my ass if they don't like it. What's going on, YouTube? Nathan back with another, another with another video presentation. Happy hump day. Hope everyone's off to is having a great week so far. Hope everybody's staying safe. Uh, weather was out today. Weather today was very more. It was beautiful. It was better than the last couple of days. It's been very chilly. But we are getting into that time of the year where it's hoodie season. I like wearing. I like when it gets a little colder. I like the fall, winter, spring. I can't. I hate the summer. I just. I despise the summer. It just. I don't. That's that's. <laughs> let me get off that. Um, before we get into the video, there's a few things I need to say up front. Um, this is episode two of the podcast, season four. Um, I have not. I've finished downloading all the episodes, the remaining episodes of season three, and hoping to have those uploaded on Anchor Friday, and we'll have season the first two episodes of this season up on Anchor as well. And then we'll go on Spotify as well, on Spotify. Um, a couple other things in today's video. I'm just going to, I'm not going to be too long-winded with it. Um, tomorrow night we got Thursday football, Thursday night football, week seven of the NFL season, seven weeks, my gosh. Um, and then, you know, anything that's happening around the NFL – I'm going to recap opening night for the NBA. Really good, um, two really great basketball. I mean, some things that I observe. I'm going to break down for you on those games. Um, then some things around the NBA. Kind of wanted to kind of recap some things, particularly with Ben Simmons. Um, recap some stuff that's happening with the Major League Baseball play when in, with uh, in baseball right now. The playoffs right now. The Astros and Astros and Red Sox are playing. Um, Last night, the Braves lost to the Dodgers. Um, I'm hoping to get Nick Rosario on here on the podcast, hopefully this Friday, Crossing Fingers. Um, that's really going to be the episode. If you're enjoying the content that you're seeing, be sure to hit consider, first consider hitting that thumbs up and considering that subscribe button along with notification bells on. Um, before we get started, uh, let me just say thank you to though uh for helping me get to 100 subscribers uh last night i appreciated that i appreciate the support that each and every one of you each and every one of you have been giving the channel um i never thought we would get this far so we would get to this point um that's not just with the podcast it's been more with youtube uh, when i started doing youtube i did it last march april in the midst of the pandemic i think the first two videos i did was in february um, but where I really started to get it going was around March, April, May, and in the summer. So, um, you know, we were next, my goal, 500, 1,000, 5,000, 10,000, um, the grind doesn't stop. So I, I, again, it's just a road to greatness. I just appreciate the support you guys have giving me and it's much love. Really. I really do appreciate it. Thank you for all those that have, that have made, um, have, that are joining me on this road to greatness. I appreciate it. Thank you. So we're going to get into it. The first topic of the night, Thursday night football, ladies and gentlemen, the Denver Broncos versus those Cleveland Brownies. Um, really quick, a um, couple things. So we all know that this season, the Denver Broncos started off 3-0. and Um against three teams that started off the year 0 and 3. Uh, since then, they have been they're now 500. Uh, the their defense that allowed 34 points to the the Las Vegas Raiders are not this is not the same defense that a couple friends have have tried to sell me on. Um Cleveland, 
it's bad enough that we're dealing with injuries. Nick Chubb's out. Kareem Hunt's out for three weeks. And now Baker Mayfield. You know, really quick, I, I want to say this. In, in defense of Baker Mayfield, I know I have been critical of Baker Mayfield from the standpoint of how the media moves the goalpost on Lamar Jackson. They, they, they've never moved the goalpost on Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield has all this talent around him, and yet the media continues to make excuses. Now people are coming out and saying, well, he's not that guy. Is he not that guy because he's not exceeding your expectations? Or is it bigger than Baker Mayfield? So when they say, can he lead your team to a Super Bowl, is he the guy or is he just or he's just another guy? See, we have to be careful, ladies and gentlemen. I keep I'm, I'm gonna keep saying this, and then this, and then I'm gonna and then I'm gonna bring bring this same point up when I get to the Ben Simmons talk. The media controls and tries to spin narratives. I just think collectively, I understand Baker Mayfield was number one overall pick. I get that. And their expectations are high for Cleveland. But it's not just Baker Mayfield. It's the team as well. Odell Beckham Jr. injuries. Now that he, he – I read where he doesn't want to be there anymore because Baker Mayfield and him are on the same page chemistry-wise. It, it's, it's hard to get back into that rhythm when you don't have your best wide receiver. He doesn't have Jarvis Landry. You, it's, you can't expect a guy to carry – well, I mean, look at Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson doesn't have a Jarvis Landry. He doesn't have an Odo Beckham Jr. He's working with less. And yet, Lamar Jackson's not getting the credit that I believe he deserves. With Baker Mayfield, now they're saying, is he not he's, – he, he's just not that guy. And again, you have people in the media that like to just chirp. So I, I think to a certain extent, I don't think he is the guy to lead your team. I think he's a piece that can of the puzzle to help your team get to a championship. But my point is, is that notice how the expectations and notice how the media moves the pendulum on, on different quarterbacks. And when they don't exceed expectations, then they, 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 then they trash the guy. I've just been critical on Baker Mayfield because I'm just trying to sit here and say, man, you're hyping this guy up, and the Cleveland Browns are who we thought they were. They're disrespecting the Browns. The Browns have a great team. They do. I'm not taking anything away from them. Because everybody, again, said on paper that the, the defense looks great. You know, Because uh, the biggest key, this is not just with Cleveland, this is for any NFL team. The key is staying healthy. And again, they don't have Jarvis Landry. Kareem Hunt's now out. Nick Chubb's out. Odell Beckham Jr.'s came off injury. And now they just lost Baker. So that 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 really hurts. And on top of that, after losing Sunday to Arizona, Cleveland's on a short week. Now they gotta fill in and fill in the gaps. Now. Case Keenum starting. His first start since 2019. Last time we saw Case Keenum was with Minnesota. Um, this is where, again, this is why I, I, was, I like Case Keenum. He's a veteran, and he's kind of been and he's, he's been in these situations before. Now, again, as I already stated, Odell Beckham Jr. may not play because of a shoulder injury, and Jarvis Landry, there's questionable, hasn't played since week two. Now. I believe their backup is from the practice squad. His name is Nick, Nick Mullins. Yeah, Nick Mullins. Okay. Teddy Bridgewater. Hasn't been effective since they went 3-0. After when he went down with the injury against Baltimore in week four, he's just completed 17 of 16 passes. He's done four interceptions and has been sacked seven times. Now, again, Cleveland, this defense, everyone was selling me, was, was trying to sell people on this is the best team in the AFC. The, the, the defense, this is an opportunity for them to take advantage of that. Um, 
in the 55 career starts Teddy Bridgewater, I have and I read that somewhere. This is his first matchup against the Browns. I was like, wow. Um, Jerry Judy, I believe, is supposed to be back. He has been designated from where he, he he's coming off the he's coming off the IR, but Coach Vangio hasn't said when. I I've heard that in the, in, the, in the press conference today on YouTube. Um, there's just a lot of things. I I mean, really, honestly, you know, I don't know what what Bronco team you're going to get, and I don't know what Cleveland team you're going to get. Um, Cleveland. You know, for this, particularly their running backs, you know, you're going to have someone named, you got Dearness De- Johnson, um, Demetri, Demetri Felton, and John Kelly. Um, babies, rookie. I mean, they're, 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 this, this, this is a backfield that's practically inexperienced. But it, but this is, a, again, Next man up, and a good opportunity to see, particularly who could be that third running back behind Cream Hunt and Nick Chubb when they come back. So, um, don't know which Cleveland team is going to show up. Hey, Lucinda, how are you? Hope your day was well. Good to see you. Um, I'm going to say the Denver Broncos win tomorrow night. 2421. Guaranteed. So uh, we gotta really fix Thursday night football because it, it, it just really it just really throws you off because it's like, oh, we got a football game, and it starts the new the new week of the season off. So you know <laughs> it's gonna be an interesting matchup, but I'm going with the Denver Broncos. Um so it seems like with the around the NFL news, I was looking. Um Deshaun Watson could be a, a Miami Dolphin before the trade deadline. Uh, I think the 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 time for Tula is done. Um, they said a deal this week could be done. Um, if you're not paying, you remember about Deshaun Watson? He requested a trade back in January, and this is where all these things, uh, all these allegations on him. Hey, chatting with common sense. How you doing? Good to see you. Um, all these things about him out of the blue once he wants out of Houston come out of nowhere. It still doesn't feel right to me. Doesn't it's just something about it doesn't sit right on, on my on my head. Um, the Texans are one in five at the moment, and the Miami Dolphins are also <laughs> one in five. Um I, I feel bad for Tula. I, I do. Um, it really is. It, it really is not more. I think it's just he just. I wasn't sold on him. I think he should have stayed another year in college. He should have stayed his senior year. Um, I know there was talking about Washington could get Tula in that as well. Um, I'm not sure how that would work. But my only thing with with Washington is what's the draft capital we would give up? Because um, Taylor Heineke, <laughs> I'm I, I'm going to save that for Friday when I do the preview when we have to play the Packers. I'm going to save that. Um, the NFL agreed to end race-based brain testing in a $1.0 settlement. Uh, this was actually pretty good and actually an interesting article. Nate, question. What's the question? Talk to me. What's the question? Um, so in the article, basically said it, the testing for uh, dementia was difficult for African-American retirees that averaged around 500,000 or more dollars. I think that's sick. I think that's disgusting that 
African-American players have to pay more in testing for dementia and concussions and different things like that. Because um, these things are no joke. These guys are, these guys are human. And the fact that Nathan, what did you think? <laughs> I, I really was really trying to figure out why you had that song with making cookies. So I, 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 I was really, I'm really trying to figure that out. I'm like, but she's not making any milkshakes. She's making, she's baking cookies. So, and listen, if they bring all the boys to the yard, I, I, I ain't mad at you. I'm not mad at you. <laughs> um, so I think that's good. And again, this is this is progress, really, for those guys. Um, you know, you know, uh, like Junior Seau, different things like that. You know, testing should be equal and available for all NFL players. I just think it's really crazy that these are the things that we're trying to systematically uh, reverse. Uh, let's see what else is going on. Um, That's pretty much what I saw in the NFL for the news. Um, I will kind of touch more on my thoughts about the Sean Taylor. Did you know Lucinda's motion? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I and, and <laughs> they do, they do. I, I might have to try some of those cookies. I might have to try. Um, but I'm going to touch more on the Sean Taylor thing, Friday's video. Um, I just have more thoughts about that. If you guys didn't know, Sean Taylor played for the Washington football team from 2004, and then his life was tragically ended um, in 2007. And 14 years later, on Sunday, the Washington football team, in the midst of what's been going on with them as an as an organization, retired his jersey. So I'm I'm <laughs> we're pretending to be trolls. <laughs> we're trying to make you laugh, Nate. <laughs> oh man, y'all y'all funny, y'all funny tonight. I saw that. I saw the video. I, I want to play that video before I, before we end the video, because I'm trying to figure out like where's the premise. Like you're making cookies and you're playing Khalees, but <laughs> it was funny when I first saw it. I'm like, do I see this right? So, um, opening night. It was a great opening night for basketball. Um. First and foremost, it was great to see on the inside of the NBA, Ernie I'm trying to get you off your game. <laughs> you know, that ain't right. That ain't right, man. Um, we're trying to get you know, good to see Ernie, Chuck, Kenny, and the crew on the inside of the NBA back last night. Um, two, four, two good games. You know, let me. I want to put emphasis on this. It's only one game. We still got 81 more games to go. So I don't know why we're going to push the panic button. Uh, that's just me. That's just how I feel. I don't know why we're going to do that. But we're going to start off with the uh, there's no purpose. It was just a song that popped in my head. Oh my goodness, that's hilarious! <laughs> we gotta get we, we have we have to we have to get you we have to get you a bakery shop and that can be your um yeah <laughs> but uh, the the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna start, I'll start with that. The Milwaukee Bucks uh, defeated the Brooklyn Nets 127-104.
I'm not going to even sit here and act like I didn't know this was coming. Or act like I know this was coming because I did it. I took away from it. Uh, first and foremost, it was their opening night, so they got their rings. Um, same, same, same energy from from last season at the forum. Um, the Bucks—they look like they're ready. They're on a mission. Um, I like Giannis as a leader. And they talked about all the distractions that exist. And he knows that comes with the game of when it comes to as a game of basketball. Um, you know, I typically when you win a when you win a championship, there's kind of that hangover, and that's just not in basketball. That's in baseball, football, hockey. That's in all the sports. That's, that's in every sport. Um, Pat Connaughton played really well last night. You know, played 30 minutes, had 20 points. Um, I've noticed he he's deaf. I've been seeing a a difference from last year to this year. He's definitely making an improvements, uh, particularly how to getting getting to the to the hoop. Heavily contested, did really well on that. Um, I definitely feel like, particularly with the injuries, they're going to rely on him more. I'm not sure about a bakery shop, but thanks. You never know, bakery shop. We got <laughs> we got you. Oh my goodness! Well, listen. I mean, you you, you can even hey, you can even sell them out your home. You can eat, you can make cookies and milkshakes. There you go. <laughs> um, we had someone named Jordan Wara. He got some some minutes in there. Uh, more of a defender. Did really well. He played twenty six minutes, fifteen points, six of thirteen from from the field. Um, the one play he had on Kevin Durant was really nice. I definitely think he's going to bring some energy off the bench for the for the Bucks, but again, um, again, like I said, it's it's opening night, and I'm not going to really panic after one night. Um, you know, Brooke Lopez. Being a rim protector and also two three-point shooting. Brooklyn's still figuring it out. They don't have Kyrie Irving. You know, they had Harden at one point, Steve Nash had KD, Harden, Claxton, and Blake Griffin and Joe Harris. They didn't play one preseason game together. Um, the last time we saw them, no, actually didn't play that preseason playoff game or regular season. So in the first nine minutes, they got outscored by 11 points. Um, Blake Griffin, I guess I, was, I looked at highlights. He's been, he practically the whole preseason was playing as a center. Um, I mean, before, I don't know why Nash went, he went 10 deep. You know, Patty Mills looked good. He had he was had 21 points. He was seven of seven. Um he didn't get Bruce Brown in there until the game was over. I noticed that. But again, it was only the first game of the season. So I'm not going to really panic about that. Uh, but congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks and congratulations on getting those rings. It looked really nice. The Golden State Warriors defeated the Los Angeles Lakers 121-114. I'm not going to sit here and act like I didn't know this was coming. Or act like I know this was coming because I did it. <laughs> okay. Now, all my Laker fans, calm down. It's just one game. Okay? It's one game. Let's not push the panic button. Let's not the, the, the eject. Let's not eject. It's one game. Okay. Take a deep breath. Musa. Okay. Now, a couple of things that I saw. I'll start with the Warriors. I like this. I like the fact Jordan, I like Jordan Poole. 
as a wingman, did his did a really nice job of taking guys off the dribble and and shooting with confidence with no hesitation. He had 20 points. Golden State, in my personal opinion, is the best passing team in the league. They notched the same team that notched 30 assists, but have also shown some unnecessary passes. Okay. The, f- the first, even though Anthony Davis and LeBron James combined had 67 points, Golden State still stayed in the game. With, with, with Russell Westbrook, that's right, Warriors. Um, excuse you, Warriors got this. Do you smell the cookies? I sure do. I, I, I like chocolate chip, sticker doodle. <laughs> um, Russell Westbrook, okay. I, I, again, listen, it's, it's, it's one game, okay. He's the third option, LeBron AD. Now, there were moments Frank Vogel had him and Rondo on the floor at the same time. You can't do that. I, I really think. He's Frank Vogel's going to have to find ways to keep is particularly create ways for Russell Westbrook to be creative and engaged on offense. I personally think if Russ comes off the bench with the second unit, I think that's more energy. I think you'll find more creativity. You can be more creativity with him. I just think having him, the biggest question that I have for Frank, for Frank Vogel, are you going to have Russell Westbrook come clutch time the last five minutes of the game? on the floor with LeBron and AD. Now, I think the spacing the floor has to be better. Um, Westbrook, he needs – he has to use the lanes to drive. He needs to drive lanes to really to get his game going. Now, he can't just go, well, if I can't get anything going, I'm just going to step back and shoot threes. They're going to have to – Again, now keep in mind, Kendrick Nunn didn't play. Um, when Ellington didn't play. And um, oh, I'm forgetting the other guy's name. I draw, I'm drawing a blank. And Malik Monk. No, Trevor Reza. They didn't play last night. So when you get those guys back, things I think will be a lot easier offensively. Um, because it, it, when you have lineups – like with DeAndre Jordan and Dwight Howard, like you're just going to play zone defense with those guys. They tore those cookies up. I bet they did. I bet they did. <laughs> um, so I, I'm not I, with with the game. I, that, that's what I took away. You know. It's just one game, uh, but the war. Uh, but going back to Golden State, some of the moves they make. Um, Bajelica looked really good, really good out there. Um, you know, he had fifteen points. He had a double double, fifteen points, eleven rebounds, um, four assists. Kind of, you know, looked like kind of remind me of David Lee when he was in Golden State. Andrew Wiggins had twelve points. Um. Damian Lee had 15 points. Uh, it, it, it was the little things. Um, but, with, again, uh, the only thing with the Lakers is those are those are things that they're going to have to figure out. Now, when you're down four bench players and three of them are guards, Frank Vogel, I don't know why you forced unconventional lineups. That would think you would that could keep you in the game with Golden State. Now he did miss the first six. Russell, now Westbrook missed the first six shots of his missed the first six shots, but he's still in an adjustment period. I liked how LeBron told him, and I read this early. I read this earlier today where he said, "Go home, watch a comedy, take your mind off of it." Cause don't because I you can tell when Russ doesn't have a good game, it bothers him. I think he carries that over, um, and that's something that. 
going forward, I think that need that just it's just it's an adjustment period. Um, but I, the the Lakers they play the Suns Friday. Uh, last time we saw this this team play them was the first round, and you got the Golden State Warriors playing the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, again, it was just one game. Oh, another thing, Car- Carmelo Anthony. I don't know what was going through his head with the when he pump fake at the free throw line. I don't know if that was a brain freeze. I, I really don't know. It's funny, but um, yeah. So I mean, we can also put it on the biggest things like you know free throw line, um, different. Uh, it, it, it's the first game of the season, so I'm not going to panic, and and neither should Laker fans uh, after one game. So, um, really quick, I think that the Golden State Warriors will beat the Los Angeles Clippers. Guaranteed! The Los Angeles Lakers play the Phoenix Suns. I'm going to say the Lakers are going to beat the Suns. Guaranteed! Please do. I, I greatly appreciate that. I'm not a control. <laughs> um, oh, with the Phoenix Suns, I, this is and this actually goes. Into, this is great. So, DeAndre Ayton, for for some unknown reason. Um, They haven't they haven't agreed on a contract extension, um, but he said he's been this he was disappointed. Uh, but I don't think they really, I don't think I don't I don't think that they're going to walk away from it. Um, he he said it, he he said it in and in, in, I was reading I think it was on CBS Sports that he just wants to be respected. Um, I don't know. I don't know where. I don't know where that come. I don't know where that's coming from. Um, I I definitely think between relationships between the teams and players, this is why I'm just not fond of guys, and particularly when it comes to money. This is what hurts teams. Um, this is what divides locker rooms, and it really hurts winning a championship. You know. Just you had the Phoenix Suns and the Phoenix Mercury, both in the finals, and I feel like I don't think this is going to derail Phoenix, but I think it hurts them. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it hurts. I just feel like I'm hoping that they get it. They get it situated because it, it actually can hurt. And derail your chance. Your chance because some guys may go. I want to be. I want out. Um, they're not going to pay me. So, you know, some guys may hold out. And like I said, I think this year, you know, the high the expectation is is championship or bust. In my personal opinion, for Phoenix, you know, it's they got to get there and they have to win. So I'm hoping that DeAndre and the Phoenix Suns will definitely get there for sure. Um, Continue to just pray for Delonte West. He got arrested in Florida um, for reportedly resisting arrest while intoxicated. Um, man, that's just man. He was doing so well. Mark Cuban, you know, helped him got in rehab, and you know, you just hate to see that that kind of a relapse. So just continue to just pray. Just pray for Delonte West. Um, the Next 25 of the NBA's 75th anniversary, the next 25 of the NBA 75 team was revealed. So number 26, Magic Johnson, James Worthy, Will Chamberlain, Jerry West, Larry Bird, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, 
Isaiah Thomas, Clyde Drexler, Carl Malone, Patrick Ewing, Chris Paul, Allen Iverson, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, John Havlicek, Sam Jones, Robert Parrish, Bill Sharman, Bill Walton, Will Frazier, Paul Arizon, Rick Barry, Nate Thurman, and Wes Unsell. The remaining 25 will be revealed tomorrow on the NBA tip-off with inside the NBA we're earning the crew. Um, good list so far. So far, so good. You know, I think so. We we're kind of curious to see who will be on that list, who might miss it, who might not be. Um, hey, and then look, and another – when we get to the 100th, we're going to have the same thing, 100, NBA's 100 top 100 players. So congratulations to those that made the second part of the 75th team for sure. Um, oh, I didn't even play the Vic Fangio clip, but that's okay. Um, oh, really quick before I get into that. I wanted to play this real quick clip of with Ben Simmons and what's going on in Philadelphia because now, like, We, we, I, I touched on it last night, and I'm going to bring up more. It, ben Simmons, I don't think what we're asking is a lot. When you're getting paid that kind of money, you, you should be wanting to be a better player. You know how our parents always told us we should strive to be better than them. He should strive to be a better player than what he is currently. You know, we, 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 we have been saying it for now, going on now five years. He's one jump shot away from being the next LeBron James. And, and obviously, it just seems to go in one ear and not the other. Now, his behavior at practice, he has a phone in his pocket. He doesn't even rep, um, get in the team huddle. Uh, his reluctance to practice, uh, participate in the drill, excuse me, where until Doc Rivers says, go home, you're done. And then he's suspended. He won't play Friday against the Pelicans. Um this is what I'm talking about and when it comes to accountability. Um, I really don't understand what it's going to take for a guy like – and it's not just for him. It's really, and this is a message really for other guys because when you just when, – when, when, when it's more about – when you put yourself before the team and when we're asking – when you don't seem to want to make the necessary changes to be better and you think – your skill set is just you, you're okay with being where you at where you're at. I, that's why I just feel like I'm not a fan of when guys get certain guys get this kind of money because you know we don't hold them accountable. And he got he he he, he threw one coach under the bus, got Brent Brown fired. Now I kind of see what Jimmy. Now I see why I respect Jimmy Butler more as a player. Because it wasn't Jimmy. It wasn't Jimmy in Minnesota, and it wasn't Jimmy in Philadelphia. There's more to this. It's more to, it's more to the problem. Now, Doc Rivers, this is where it all starts from. It started from where the question was, can, can Ben Simmons be the point guard of a championship team? And Doc said, I don't have the answer to that right now. That's where this stems from. But it stems more. It's beyond that, ladies and gentlemen. We have been saying it now for five years. When is he going to learn how to shoot the ball? And once again, I'm going to keep saying it, and this is where the media now has found a way to move the goalposts and say, well, maybe it, maybe it's not Ben Simmons that's the problem. Maybe it's the city of Philadelphia. And I want you to hear how this certain guy in the national media goes, well, maybe it's the fans. So I want you to I want you to hear this. Oh, hold on. Anthony Gargano from 975, the fanatic, joins us right now here on Keyshawn J. Willimax on the Goodyear Hotline. Good morning, Anthony. What's up, fellas? What's up, Ant? Man? You correctly said it. You, the fans have taken it easy. They've coddled Ben. Yep. 
Yep. What, what's your? So let's start with this. I can imagine what the fan reaction is going to be. What's your reaction to the Ben Simmons situation? I mean, guys, I, I, I love this kid coming out of LSU. Yeah, I like everybody else. Look at the skill sets. I, I'm stunned that this is where we're at this deep into his career. And I just don't understand what his beef is. What's his problem? Why does he want to leave? He signed a contract that has four years left in it. Like, if you would have known if you didn't want to be here, you wouldn't have signed the deal. And it goes back to, I just think there's something he's got issues and he tries to hide behind certain, you know, lies that he makes up in his head. Because none of it, none of it holds water. He was the reason why they lost that series against Atlanta. Ag, stop, stop. He's oh, not. He's not. Here we go. Yeah, Ag. You, you guys had a. Oh, you guys, here we go. Uh, wait, whoa, man. Whoa, 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 false narrative. Well, Anthony, I'm, I'm not sitting up here on national TV and radio trying to say that he wasn't one of the main reasons why. But it's not like you guys didn't have a double-digit lead, close to a 20-point lead that was blown multiple times in that series. I, I just don't understand how I, I get You're the right. vitriol, but I don't understand right. how but he becomes like better the main than anybody. Villain. The offense, yeah, but you, but you know better than anybody. He uh, he couldn't run an offense with Ben. Ben hid. But, if you watch but that Anthony, game, he's not a point guard. Series, he he's hid a, in plain sight. He's a point forward. He's not a point guard. The ball shouldn't be in this man's hands. Doc Rivers came out from the beginning of the year. He's like, he's our point guard. I'm like, why are you? But but see, see this is what bothers me and. We have said it, and we'll continue to say it again. Um, we, we, there have been numerous times where people have told Doc Rivers, "You, you need to take him out the game," and 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 he just comes, and his reaction just goes, "You want me to take him out the game?" Yes, we do. If he's just going to stand around and not shoot the ball and not be aggressive, like there have been numerous examples <clears throat> where he's not. Well, he's the second. He's the second best player on that floor. Well, he's not being assertive. He didn't take a shot in that whole series against Atlanta. There were a multitude of issues of why Philadelphia lost that series. But if he's your guard and shoot the ball, why am I going to have him on the floor? Plain and simple. You're doing the same thing that Brett Brown did, Doc. It's the same mistake I'm All watching right, well, over and over. Not a point guard. If the ball doesn't belong in his hands, where is he? Because he can't stretch the floor because he won't shoot. He's a point forward. When he gets rebounds, push the ball in transition, set screens, dunker spot, roll to the rim, allow Joel Embiid to flare out, shoot threes. That's the position he should be in. You're still playing four on five in a half-court check because you know in the playoffs it becomes a half-court game and he's useless in a half-court game. I agree. That's why it doesn't work. That's why it doesn't work with Joel Embiid. Well, That's why he needs well, to be on a different team. How about if my team. man just went to the rim? Like, how about if my I man agree, just I agree with you on the that. rim? I agree with you on that. I'm, once again, Anthony, I'm not making excuses I mean, for his lack of aggressiveness. Be yeah. Doc, listen, yeah, yeah. Doc yeah, Rivers I mean, playing like, an all-bench be unit. Doc Rivers playing an all-bench unit didn't help things in that series either. But Wait, Anthony, let me ask you this question. You guys are right. Let me yeah. let me ask you. Of course, this. we're right, Ag. You knowing the history and you paid <laughs> close attention. To, I know I give people nicknames for no reason. That's my fault, Anthony. Um, knowing his history, yeah, about how he is mentally, right? Do you think he'll miss that first game against New Orleans? Your first game at home against the Brooklyn Nets. Yes. Do you think that Ben Simmons will shrink, or do you think he will step up and handle that challenge that first game back? <laughs> uh, listen, guys, I would bet my my pinky toe that he doesn't play. He doesn't even show up to the arena Friday night. 100. That, yeah, that, what will happen is he'll get kicked out of practice tomorrow when they come back, and he'll be suspended for Friday night. Mm. I, I, there's no way I could fathom him walking into that arena. He has done tested the fans' patience enough. They love that kid. You know, like, like they, they tried to will him and – they're done. I mean, you can well imagine what this fan base has been through since the whole process started from uh, Colangelo's wife and the Twitter ads to Markel Fultz, who didn't want to shoot. I mean, this thing has been one craziness after another. Hey, Anthony, let's just... Now, I want you to hear what Keyshawn Josh has to say, and for the record, 
I respect what Keyshawn Johnson has to say when, when it comes to certain things, particularly has come to defense of Lamar Jackson. But in this instance, I disagree with him. Let's play a game here. Let's play devil's advocate. What if he does show up and fall in the line and he plays in that game? What, what, what will be the fan base's reaction at that point in time? Well, they, they will obviously they'll boo him <laughs> vociferously for, for every time he touches the ball. But if he integrated, let me tell you, we're a forgiving society, right? If he integrated himself, all he had to do, guys, is go, give me a big mea culpa. Yo, man, I'm really sorry. I don't got in me. I, I, I just want to be a sixer. I just want to play. I just want to do the right thing. That's it. No, let me ask you this. That, he's sold. Do you think, though, the Philadelphia, and I've and I've played in Philly against the, the, the Eagles or whatnot, and I know how disrespectful they can be to the opponent. Do you oh, think? Oh, here we go. You booed Santa Claus. Come on, man. Do you think? Ah, <laughs> uh, it's fake, fake do you, news. Yeah, do you think? <laughs> fake news, yeah. Do you think at all, though, that they played a part in how he no. feels a year ago. Now you getting ready to sit here and tell me, uh, look, Absolutely I watch as much not. sports. Stop. I watch as much sports as you do Stop times seven hundred. Are you telling me? Because I live here. Cause Come you on, got man. no idea what goes on here. Yes, None. I do. You I came can here see as it. the enemy. But I can you still got, no, you see, can't it. see nothing. Oh, see, come nah, on, man. man. I got, I got people. Nonsense. Hold on. I got people like Tim Legler, who lives in the area. I got people like Stephen A., who's worked Listen, in Legler's the area. A friend of mine, he knows. Okay, the fans in Philadelphia are so disrespectful that negative. Are you telling negative. me negative? You weren't there when they tried to. You weren't there when they tried. To buttress him, to give him confidence. But that's not what I asked you. I, I, I asked you, there, man. And I asked you simple: Do you think you and your fan base played any role in his feelings? Absolutely not. Oh God, I gotta get this no. out of the air. No, I gotta get you. I no. can't. I can't no, I don't have you think. I, I don't think. You know, I gotta be honest, Key. I, I thought that the Philly fan base basically took it easy with Ben Simmons. Now, of course, if you don't shoot. If you're one of the culprits for why you lose a series, of exactly. course they're going to get on you. That, that, and and like and 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 that and that's I should have stopped it right there, but that that see like right there like like that's moving like he moved the goalposts, and the reason they lost in those series because. Their second best player in the, for the first quarter wasn't taking shots. Like that that can't happen. They can't keep him on the floor because they're playing four or five basketball. Now, again, and, and, and this is just what bothers me. We've been now talking about this for five years straight. As a fan base, Lucinda can speak this with Golden State. Uh Hendricks can speak this in, in Detroit. When you when, when when there is a certain expectation of your teams, if they don't play, if a guy does not play well, fans are going to let them know. For example, Ravens are a great example of this. This is well, I'm not well. You can use it in any sport, but I'm, I'm going to stick with basketball. The Wizards, John Wall, the last two years, we didn't know if he could play basketball because he's been just injured, and unfortunately. As a fan base, you know, Ernie Grunfeld and all them, you know, they one minute they want to compete for a championship, next minute they want to be mediocre. Well, now I'm hoping that this season with Tommy Shepard at the wheel and a new head coach, I hope it's different. But we hope but you hold players to a certain extent. If you play like trash, we're gonna let you know when you play like trash. Now, their last hope for Philadelphia. Was Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid? When you have this, the years of the process, we're talking Jalil Okafor, um, Markel Fultz, uh, Michael Carter Williams, high draft picks that have not succeeded. Well, it, the only thing we're saying to Markel Fultz, he couldn't shoot the ball. 
Jaleel Okafor was just not a good pick for Philadelphia, in my personal opinion. He just was not. Michael Carter Williams, I thought. Um, like the, I think. Here it is. Well, yes, a narrative that they've tried to create, and that's not on that's not on the fans of Philadelphia. That's on Ben Simmons. The Philadelphia 76ers have to take some blame. Yes. But at the end of the day, I apologize that for ladies and gentlemen, I've kind of went out there. Um, getting to a point where we got to start holding these guys accountable. You know, instead of looking at it from that standpoint, like that Keyshawn tried to do, look at it from the standpoint of, Maybe it's just not, you know, maybe we got to start, I mean, it's the players. Okay, my phone froze for a sec. Yeah, I'm having some, some technical difficulties. Am I bad? All right. So that's that's all I'm trying to say with with Ben Simmons. It's going it's going to have to stop. Pretty much simple. Hold the man accountable. Um, I don't know what team would take him. In my personal opinion, I don't. Because if he was if if I was a GM, I needed to trade him, and they say, hey, you know, if I was a GM for the Wizards, you know, we'll trade. You know, can we have Bradley Beal for for Ben Simmons? No. Um, because at this point, he's diminishing his own value. And I'm disappointed in his agent, you know, Rich Paul, and also to his circle, because somebody should be talking some sim. But it just seems like, you know, again, Ben Simmons is, is okay with being in a situation that he's Bullshit. In. So, um, I'm glad Joel Embiid took initiative. And saying, look, forget this guy. We're here to win a championship. I would do the same thing. If GM said, hey, Ben Simmons is a free agent. Let's sign him. No. Guaranteed. Okay, a uh, couple two more topics and we're done for the night. So around the play of Major League Baseball, um, the Atlanta Braves, they took a 3-1 lead. To the Dodgers after the loss last night. Uh, looks like the Houston Astros took a 3-2 lead against the Boston Red Sox, 9-1. Um, really quick, I think the Atlanta Braves are going to sweep. You know, so they're going to advance to the World Series. Guaranteed. The Boston Red Sox and Houston Astro game will go to a game seven. Guaranteed. The Boston Red Sox will advance to the World Series. Guaranteed. Um, really quick, I definitely want I want to give a shout out to um Lucinda for sending me this topic. I wanted to talk about it because I feel like it was really interesting to talk about. So um I want to give my thoughts and prayers to those who were affected by this at Grambling State University. Uh there was a shooting. Um at a homecoming event 
Um, one person was killed and seven others were wounded. Um, in the video, you can see a lot of people running for their lives. Um, in the one video, there's another one where there's uh, people fighting one another around each other and pretty much it's panic. Um, according to the article, uh, the two individuals, they were not enrolled at the school and they just, just started shooting at one another. Um, it's, it's kind of really, it's, you know, it's kind of scary that, you know, on your own campus, you can't really go to a certain, you can't go to events without having to look over your shoulder or, you know, being, um, with somebody that, you know, I mean, I'm talking about a buddy system. I mean, being with a, a small group of friends, um, if you just feel like that's just, that sucks. Um, no, I think this year they, the, the university is 100, turns 120 years old. Um, and it's just, it's sad that that happened. Um, same thing um, at the university that I attend. There was an un, a party that should not have happened. And a couple people got shot. You know, like things like that we have to be mindful of because uh, you just don't know what can happen. So um, definitely praying for those that were definitely affected um, with the shooting at Grambling State. And hopefully, you know, as a university, as a community, it's a good time to rally around each other, check on each other. And yeah. Um, also, too, with the University of Tennessee, I thought that was very interesting. Um, they lost to Mississippi Saturday, and um, I thought it was very, very tasteless that you had fans, according to from the student section, um, that was sad, definitely, that was throwing objects. Um, you know, re regardless of the situation in the SEC, them being fine doesn't fix it if they, if these issues aren't addressed. Um, it, it, it's really simple. It's time to start hiring some people full time. I mean, a whole game had uh, that game had to be paused because of a bad call. He was short of the first down. And I mean, like, like we can't, like, this is what I'm talking about. And this, and this is what I mean. Like, we can't eat, like, as, as I can't even go to a, an, an, a game knowing it was really awful. I'm in Tennessee SMH. Like, we, we can't, like, go to these events, have a good time without it being disrupted. It's not just, and then, and then this, this was just a multi, this is just an example, but um, I want to give a shout out to Sean Spencer. He told a story of um, University of Tennessee should be ashamed. Well, I appreciate that they're taking a, a taking a, an action. I was kind of hoping that a statement from the university president would have held them accountable and say, look, that's not how we represent the volunteers. That's not as a school, that's how we know we should represent ourselves. That was really that's really embarrassing because somebody could have gotten really hurt. And well, back to my point, Sean Spencer was telling a story. Um, they were at the game against the Saints, and a couple guys got in the game, were got were somehow gotten gotten to the stadium, um, did something they shouldn't have been doing. Somebody went over and said, Hey, you might want to check that out. They got offensive. They got, they got offended by that. And how Sean explained it was, I guess, from where they were sitting, there's like the Jumbotron, the, the, the Titantron, whatnot. Like if the the, the, the guy that, the, whoever it was that tried to jump, try to like leap over, like he would, that would have went over and that would have been a, 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 a nasty disaster. Um, but it, it's just like, but my point is, is that there has to be some kind of accountability because I'm just there to have a good time. 
Yes, a referee is going to make a bad call, or you may not agree with it. But to cut the throw objects like that, I think even one like who brings who brings mustard to a game. Um, and I know what the the uh, the AD said. They were pointing these guys. They're pointing people out, and they have them on on camera. I mean, that's great, but it's 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 something that has to be fixed. Um. But but that but that was very, very disgusting. I saw I saw that game Saturday, um, and I, we, we, it's not just with college, it's with pros. We all have to be better fan bases. Um, you know, again, and that's what makes their jobs harder because now. I don't know how it's going to look going and going going forward, but I hope it's a lesson learned. Like, man, maybe we should not have done that, because again, like I said, <laughs> people people see it and you can't run away from it. So, uh, when you go, ladies, when you got, when you guys go to these events, man, just be careful, um, stay safe. I mean, and, and also to have a good time, just be careful um, and enjoy the game, uh, but. Thank you, shout out to Lucinda for sending me that article. Um, it was a good. That was a good topic to talk about. So, my outlook for season four. So, a couple things have are going to change. So, now that um, we're kind of transitioning out of baseball, and we, as of Sunday, transitioned away from the WNBA, uh, college basketball starting up, men and women's. Um, I'm going to try to get in much college football talk. I'm going to try to get some in there as best as I can. The NBA is picking up. I'm not going to cover all, eat every game. I'm going to probably, you know, I'm going to cover the Wizards for sure and then some prime and prime time games. Um, I'm hoping to have my three, um, my three guests on at some point, hopefully this weekend, to do our season outlook preview, MVP, rookie of the year, top eight teams. I'm hoping to have that done this weekend. I need to reach out to them. I'm also going to kind of mix it up. I'm going to try to also reach out to some YouTubers. Um, and, you know, like say, hey, like what made you start YouTube? Okay, I feel like, you know, there's more than, you know, my, what I do than just sports. So um, I'm going to try to expand the podcast more. That is my goal is to expand it. So, um you be on the lookout for another episode Friday, Friday evening. Um, that'll be season three. That is going to probably be the previews for week seven, this weekend of football. Um, Sean Spencer might join me on that video. Not sure yet. And yes, that's it. So that concludes episode two of the episode um, of, the, of the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you guys, let me know your thoughts. Uh, thank you for those that came in and joined me this evening. Shout out to Spikey, T and Michelle, Lucinda, Hendrix, chatting with Common Sense. Uh, shout out to you all for joining me. Uh, thank you for chatting with me. Uh, Lucinda, you owe me a batch of cookies and and, an, and, an, and a vanilla milkshake. So, um, yes, with that being said, y'all have a good evening. I have to go. I'm going to ready to go to bed. I have to work a 12 hour shift tomorrow. So um, <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I'm going to get some sleep. So y'all take it easy. Y'all have a good night. First of all, listen, uh, it's interesting about all these young guys today. They never call on us and say, hey, thanks for the kind word and telling me how great a player I am. But when they play like crap and we call them out, they, we don't know what we're talking about. Listen, I'm easy to find, but I get sick of these guys complaining. Uh, these young guys, they never call us and say, when a coach is wrong, I'm going to call him out. But when players are wrong, I'm going to call them out.
But listen, I'm going to criticize guys that they deserve it. And listen, they can kiss my ass if they don't like it.